Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. everybody happy wednesday to you december 7th 2022 hope saint nick left something good in your in your shoe yesterday oh it's the morning of the sixth yeah i meant to do a saint nick's thing <laughs> hmm. next year next year. next always yeah. next year and lucy hardly ever wears shoes anyway so they're oh she's a, a, a big anti-shoe yeah, she yeah. yeah, just she's getting more used to it every day, but still, yeah, sometimes doesn't doesn't love them. I had to have that conversation though. Like, does Saint Nick go on the day or the day? But yeah, I think he shows up that morning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I maybe I haven't checked the the deck yet. Maybe there was something left out there. I'll have to I'll have to check out there. Yeah, hopefully Abe isn't the one who left you a gift. No, oh, he Either. always he always seems to to find a way. Good morning, have, everybody. We don't have cats leaving his gifts anymore here. No, I don't know what happened to all the neighborhood cats, and that's yeah. concerning. Trevor, yeah, I mean, it, Trevor probably took them all home. That's a good point. Uh, that's a good, may make us feel better way of maybe what uh, explanation of what happened to all the cats. But there used to be about like six, and now there uh, there's zero. So yeah, like they used to kind of fight over who was going to get to mm-hmm. come say hi. Not the case anymore. No, I legit haven't mean. seen one in probably a week. It, it might have something to do with the raccoons. I've seen a couple raccoons up on the table eating the cat food. Oh really? Yeah. That's not good. I, I, think I think the thumbs have... gives the raccoons an advantage, too, over the cats. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Also, just <laughs> coming into the radio station and three feet away from your raccoons. It's kind of yeah, it's a big one. Big ones, too. Sheesh. Well, good morning. This is Kentucky this Roll Call. This is another Call. day in Pekin for schools. <laughs> On Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen with a wacky Wednesday start to your show. Oh, we're going to be wacky today, folks. Temperature feels nice outside. You got that going for you. It's kind of misty rain again, though, unfortunately. Not as bad as yesterday. How did the uh, windshield wiper list day go? Horrible. I mean, just <laughs> awful. Just really, really, it couldn't have been worse. Couldn't couldn't have been worse type of rain, that misty rain. And I also was pretty busy. Had had multiple inspections and even had to go run some errands, none of which included buying a new wiper, which was probably on me. But I actually had a pretty busy day yesterday. Today, not as busy. I'm going to try to take care of it. Two days. But I, I made it safely. 
Good, good. That's that's what I was important. able to see. It just I had to lean to the right a little bit. Yeah. That's a that's a very scooter dingus move, TJ, to not take care of that yesterday. Because that's like a, that's literally two minutes out of your day. Along the same theme as scoots, I didn't have time. No time. <laughs> didn't want to make the couldn't time. find time. I really should have, but like I I had to get these. I mean, I had scheduled things that had to get done, and then once I was done with those. I just I was ready to get to the office and start start working. So didn't happen yesterday. It'll happen today. Uh, it reminded me that Mercedes, my first car I had, the Mercedes that you all think was no like a sign. Of, yeah, well, mm. I, that's what that's what everybody thinks. It was a really crappy car. It was a 1986 Mercedes. Didn't have cup holders. Uh, had, so it was an antique classic car. No, well, <laughs> one you might take to auction. Probably not. When I bought it, it only had like 86,000 miles on it, which was pretty sweet. When I bought it, when my mom bought it, it only had like 86,000 miles on it, which uh, was pretty cool at that time. That had a uni wiper. It was just the one. It was awesome. One. Giant just wiper. one giant wow, wiper that's did all the work right there. and never had any issues with it. And that thing could go over speed bumps like you wouldn't even believe. You wouldn't even know a speed bump was there. That car was cool. Old, kind of crappy, but cool. But it had the uni wiper. Did it had uh, automatic seatbelts too? No. No, but my buddy's first car, my buddy Sean, his first car had that. I and he like, took a, it to college. Yeah. He had to be like pledged driver with like the automatic seatbelts. Oh. And it actually was a good way to get girls to talk to him. He never really had any other way. But so small talk, seatbelts. yeah, it's the only way. Like, buckle up in more ways than one, and then it was like, Ehh. Oh, man, I would do the thing, like, uh, when I first started dating Brooke, I was driving that old Escort, which I think <laughs> I still had around during this show, There's right? no way to talk about your ex. We called, uh, <laughs> the red Escort was Katina, because obviously, really? yeah, yeah, that was the name of her car, that was the name of her. Oh, was this, and I guess, after the... This was later on in college. It was like, it was... All right. It just so had the Katina Powell scandal happened. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that was like fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I mean. It was yeah. like wow. yeah. So not, um, not too long ago. And every time, uh, I actually kind of liked it too. You get the hatchback and you just fit a lot of stuff in the trunk. It just the car kind of shook if you got over seventy five on, on the highway. So that was concerning. Know. Yeah, my yeah. buddy had an old Explorer that would do something similar mm-hmm. when it got to like just like it wasn't that the car would do anything. Like it's not like it couldn't keep running. But just the the force of uh, the car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It you was just, just knew that it probably wasn't good. You didn't want to press your luck. Felt with like it. I was in a spaceship sometimes, mm-hmm. and I was going through Earth's atmosphere because it was just too much. It was it was a lot for that car to handle. Um, but whenever, whenever Brooke would open the door, I'm like, here, let me get that for you, and she'd shut it and seatbelt would go back. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it so much. Really and she she would just be like, yeah, oh. you know. Yeah. Oh, it was stuff. great stuff. Great stuff. Speaking of scoots, I got I got I got a. Gotta spill some tea here because yeah, yes. just about the Facebook thing. Oh yes. my gosh! All right, well let's build I, this up as slowly and as mysteriously as possible. More people are gonna be on my side than I think Roush thinks. I, no, I don't think so because this is some. It's, it's 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 reckless as an adult. I get okay. So yesterday, uh, I, I, we've kind of alluded to it around here, but uh, when we do shows in studio, typically I'll hang around. I'll I'll write for a couple hours and then. Get out of here around lunchtime. Uh, just a good way to get a bunch of stuff done, and then if news happens while I'm at home, I can just stop what I'm doing and write things. Uh, but Scoots now, uh, he used to not do all the shows, but now Scoots does the Hoosier Report. He also does uh, Spears on Sports. So it's it's the Ration Scoots show here at the Big X, just hanging out, powwowing. And uh, yesterday after the show, it was, it was time. Uh, time to go to Thornton's. Thornton's a great place to start your day. 
Uh, I needed a coffee and a little breakfast sandwich. Scoots has got me on the croissants, the sausage, egg, and cheese croissants. They're, They're the real deal, aren't they? Man, they were good yesterday. Yeah, they really were hitting. Like some your, days are better than others. Would, how would you rank your top three breakfast sandwiches at Thornton Scoots? What do you mean? How would I rank them? Like, what are your right? What's number one? What's number two? Number three? Uh, yeah, so- you don't know how to rank things. Sausage, egg, and cheese croissant. Sausage, Wait, egg, and cheese croissant. That, are you pronouncing that word wrong? Sausage, egg, and cheese croissant. Thank sausage, you. egg, and cheese croissant, and sausage, egg, and cheese croissant. Scoots is a one-trick pony. I oh, diversify yeah. my portfolio. It's a good top three. <laughs> I will. I will go with the the bacon, uh, egg, and cheese burritos. Um, sometimes you know. Sometimes I got to get a donut. You know, go go for the lighter option. Uh, yeah. But it, and it's nice. It's nice. Thorns, so many options, so good. So it's like Scoots. Let's just. He, he asked if I want anything. I was like, I'll just ride with you. So hop in the Scoots mobile. Um, uh, of course, Scoots got the stick shift right. With oh, the stick really? shift. Yeah, I remember when he was wanting to buy a car and he was all particular because he had to have a stick shift. Because mm-hmm. I'm a yeah. man. Uh, yeah, big old <laughs> man. Uh, naturally, I had to back up the seat like 17 spots. Mm-hmm. Um, Still yeah. wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still, still barely fit. Well, and I, this was a Thornton's. It's not the unofficial sports gambling home of the city of Louisville. Not that Thornton's that's on exit zero. But there's a different Thornton's that's a little bit closer to the station. So we pull in. Scoots is like, "All right, you ready? Yeah, you're gonna turn the car off. No, I just leave it running. Like why? We'll just." Because I can. Keep the car warm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's insane. <laughs> or you could just turn it off, take your keys, lock your car, and go inside like a normal human. No, I do this every time. It'll be fine. What do you mean? Why? We Just just take your keys out. And he just gets out, shuts the door, and he's walking towards it. And I, <laughs> I get out, and I'm still just... Scoots, what are you doing? <laughs> there was a guy there, too. So Roush was kind of trying to be like quiet about it. Like, your car's... You're, you're not going to do... Okay. <laughs> oh, it'll be fine. Nobody's going to take it. I wish if the they story did, ended that it, the car got stolen. I, I, oh. Well, that was the best part. We got out to the parking lot, and I was like, Roush, my car's still here. Isn't that cool? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. and, and the thing that, so I could see this being something that Joe Scoots did on the way to Pekins every morning. Like, there's a gas station right next to Pekins. Yep. You run in. You grab your YooHoo and your candy bar, and then you you go to school. Like I I could see that scenario. It just felt completely unnecessary, Justin. It just it just there's there's no reason to to do that. Just, say the overall story, a tiny bit of a letdown, but still just another wild layer to the man that is scooped. Yeah, that I mean, just turn the car off. I mean, I I don't know. I've always just left it running. Even there in there the, are like in the summer. Oh yeah, you have to have the AC blasting for sure. But when you're in, your car is going to turn into a hot box in the three minutes that maybe. you're inside the gas station. Maybe oh, no, not maybe. I can tell you no. <laughs> and what about just like cracking a window, leaving a window open for that nice that'd, breeze? That'd be an option. Yeah, I mean that's that's just truthfully, Scoots. I think it's dumb. But Bad for the environment. I mean, here's here's what I told Roush. What's the worst that happened? It get, it gets stolen. Like I Correct. have insurance for a reason, so I get a new car. No big deal. Yeah, but you have to deal with your car just being stolen, <laughs> and you stuck at a gas station and having to go through. God, what an uh, inconvenient day! Uh, oh my gosh, you're just told. I think Scoots just wants that. Like, if it gets me out of work. No, I mean that's Scoots. that's just how I've always been. Everywhere I go now, not everywhere. There are some places where I will not leave my car running when I go in. Um, some parts of town, but 
for the most part, yeah, I've, I'm just a trusting guy. I always have been. I've always That's left my car running. Thing. It's just like it's it's, it's almost, unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's I, I almost gonna be like it's lazy, but it's really not even lazy. It kind of is lazy because that's kind of why I do it. Is the fact that I don't want to get back in my car and fire it back up. I, if I can just get in, put my seatbelt on, and, and run. It's turning a key. It's not like you have. It's a Flintstones. So. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's a stick shift, so I got to push the clutch in as well uh, and make sure it's uh, in neutral before I turn the key. It's okay, a, it's a so big then ordeal. stop driving a stick shift. <laughs> That's not an option. There's also a an, an element here of, um, like, kind of ticks me off now that I'm getting now that <laughs> exactly because like there's no it, it it serves no purpose. I'll turn my car off in a long drive through. Y- yes, uh, I'll I'll turn my car off at a train. And you refuse to leave your vehicle could be gone for upwards to maybe ten minutes. Oh, no. If I'm gone for 10 minutes, I'm turning it off. Oh, well, then where? Okay, where's the line? Is it five minutes? <laughs> uh, probably like eight. Eight minutes yeah, is where? Yeah, that's, that's the sweet spot. I mean, spot. just to have your car running in a empty par- or in a parking lot that's not empty. Your a car busy is parking lot, too. For like, eight minutes. You get 40, I get yeah, 45 minutes of the gallon, or 45 wild. miles of the gallon. It's all good. That's pretty wild. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Oh, man. I just want to shove scoots into a Christmas tree. <laughs> well, how, so the Thorns was good, though. Great. Thorns was good. It really hit the spot. And came back here, did a little work. Why'd you go with him to the Thorns? Just, he was going. He said, do you want anything? I was like, oh, I'll go with you. You want to get some fresh air. Yeah. Well, Roush was like, I was actually thinking about going myself. Yeah. Let's just go together. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. It's a nice little field trip. Well, I just there's, I st- the, there's the answer to what was up. I still don't understand it. But you know what? That's what I expect from uh, our, our talented producers here at the Big X. I'm quirky. Just, what do, you, what do yeah, you want? Really, really odd quirks. Uh, but you did. Uh, I'm curious, Coots. You, you got to see Jasper Johnson last night. The Woodford County yeah. uh, Reserves. How, did your car running when you're calling the game? I did not, no. <laughs> how, 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 how did the, the ball game go? Uh, so the game was actually really good. Oldham County ended up winning 78-74. to 74. Um, So it was super high scoring. I think the first half it was like 40-35, to 35, which was awesome. Um, Jasper Johnson is going to be a good little player. He can shoot the ball like no other. But he, he faced a lot of foul trouble last night, mm-hmm. picked up two early ones, and then they were hesitant Tough. to put him back in. He, got, he ended up fouling out, but he did put in 20 points. So l- a lot of fun to watch him. He, I think, hit four threes in the game. So he's a shooter. He's a player, no doubt about it. So he's visiting Indiana tonight. That's right. Do you um, is this maybe your chance to take a shot back at Cal and Kentucky? Like, ooh, he, this could be Kentucky's Damon Bailey. Instead, you're gonna go steal him. You know, it was funny because I, when I walked out of the school last night, there was one of the Woodford County players was out in the parking lot, like talking to his mom, and I thought it maybe was Jasper Johnson. But they had another player that had the same hairstyle as him, pretty similar height. Oh, so I was like, wanna... mm, I don't want to like say something to him about going to Bloomington and then it not be him, you know? Yeah, so yeah, that could be awkward. I, I, yeah, I avoided that. But yeah, but yeah uh, that that was the moral story. Jasper is uh, visiting Indiana for tonight's game. Who they got tonight? Nebraska ball. Ooh, coming off a big win too, right? Yeah. It's gonna be gonna Wait, be so sketchy. It is at IU? It is. Yeah. Oh, then you're gonna yeah. win. You would think. <laughs> but that's also probably what Creighton thought when Nebraska waltzed in. Yeah, but you'll I mean, similar to Arkansas last night, the home whistle will will see you through. Yeah, um I wasn't watching that Arkansas game was a joke. But I just was following along on Twitter and the Arkansas people I followed were very upset with the way they were playing. 
Uh, they were playing poorly, and they just weren't really into the game. But I, I don't have it pulled up, but I would guess that like 10 of their final 12 points or 12 of their final 14 points came from the free throw line. And like it was, it wasn't like it was like a six point game, and they were having to foul to extend the game. It was like a two point game, and they were just getting whistles each and every time they drove to the lane. Uh, who was it? UNC Greensboro. That's correct. Yeah, they they got hosed big time in that game, and still still even hit some shots to continue to make it interesting, uh, but ultimately couldn't couldn't hold on. So our buddy John Higgins officiating the Arkansas or the Arkansas the Texas Illinois game. In New York, the Jimmy V Classic, which is always... I, I turned that on in overtime, and it was already... Ah, bet freaking Texas. Not a good betting day yesterday. Texas had that thing won. They had it covered. They had it won and covered, won and covered, a few different times, and uh, missed some free throws late. That ultimately led to overtime, and Illinois giving Texas their first loss of the season. To answer your question about Arkansas, they only made one shot in the final three minutes and yeah, six free throws. I, only six. I uh, maybe more. Maybe I would have guessed it was Two, more, but four, the only one shot six, checks out for sure. Uh, seven free throws. Nick Smith Sorry. did have an and one, but it was a bogus and one, and he actually missed that free throw. But, um, yeah, okay. So se- seven free throws, one shot in the final minute. Yeah, exciting game in Illinois, Texas. I hated losing the bet on it. Uh, and then Tarleton couldn't end up covering. They were close, but couldn't end up covering. Iona got the win for me, though. Yeah, that uh, Ricky three sacks. He's doing well. They put it on Travis yeah. Ford, St. Louis Billikens. St. Louis and St. Louis is thought to potentially be a tournament team. So fun night of college basketball. I was thinking last night, like I, I'm not wishing away time by any stretch of the imagination, but there is something so comforting, Roush, to the Tuesday, Saturday UK basketball winter. Yeah, I don't we- like December. Weekly. December's like the weekly games in December, yeah, yeah. It just makes it makes time go slow, right? And granted, there's enough going on to keep me busy and fo- with football stuff happening. Like it's pretty crazy off season right now. But I just, yeah, last night was weird because because the two it's even better too because you have Tuesday basketball, Wednesday Survivor as back to back nights of watching something. But nope, didn't get it last night, and uh, not going to get it moving forward. Real if if only. You could play a rivalry game in the middle of a week where it didn't conflict with every other bowl game that was happening. That would be cool. They Back in the day, they used to do that. That would be... It was always like the first two weeks of December you'd have that UK U of L game. Hey, by the way... Always, they had a stre- it's never really had a permanent home, um, mm-hmm. but they had a stretch where it was early December that I think everybody enjoyed. By the way, John Spears brought this up yesterday. If you could only attend one of those games, Kentucky basketball or football... That day they play Louisville. Where, where are you going? There's more that goes into it. No, no, that. no. You can only pick just one. I know, but like, am I or are my seats good? Or yeah, okay. You is get it the all expenses paid. You get the best am seat getting, in the house. All expenses paid. Where are you going? Them, Bowl de- game. I'm definitely going to the UK U of L basketball game. If I'm getting the best seat in the house, Roush get to watch UK beat U of L by a thousand up close and personal. That'd be that. That would be my choice. The best seat in the house gives an advantage to basketball. I think naturally. For I, I, I would also like even if you don't have the best seat in the house, a UK U of L basketball game is going to feel like it has a lot more juice than a Kentucky Iowa game that won't have either of the team starting quarterbacks in the cold <laughs> in Nashville. Like you, you watched this game last year. Yeah, that's I, another great point. Is it's not even so much. Yeah, it, part of it's just the football game, like first to ten. Not that yeah. the basketball game is going well, to be – the football game will certainly be more competitive. Right, right. But 
it's but the basketball and, game. It's kind of fun seeing your rival well, just get see that demolished. That was my answer because John said he would go, he would go to the football game, and I was like, no way! You're you have a chance to go watch your team beat your rival by forty to fifty points. You're you're doing yeah. that every time. And there's also the perk of the basketball game only lasting two hours. You get out of there and you can go watch the end of the football game at a local watering hole. You have all the rest of the playoff games ahead of you. Football is a lot more of a it's a taller task. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's more costly, not just financially, but like the fatigue, just your whole day, right? Is kind of playing around that. So um, that's what I would say. I will I will be at the football game. I will have be watching the basketball game on my. I guess I'll help you watch it on my computer. I don't know how I'm going to do that. that Are that. you you're covering the football game? Yes, yes. You staying in Nashville that night? Uh, yes. Whoa, big time. Hey, oh, New Year's in Nashville. Which I don't know. That'd be fun. Yeah, you seem really excited about it. Well, I I am if I can get the right setup because you know me, like I'm not. Like if I can just go to like an average bar and if they have like some sort of all you can drink thing, I'll be happy. But I don't like. I'm going to be far away from Broadway. Give me the hell away from that place on New Year's Eve. I'm sure Tyler would have a recommendation. Or yeah, somewhere in Midtown would probably be nice. Um, yeah, so I haven't figured it all out yet, all the logistics. But that seems like that's uh, the direction. Wow, I, I, we got more to talk about with that. But along these same lines, did you all see Oscar Combs' Twitter poll? Twitter poll Oscar Combs, his favorite feature on the app. He loves <laughs> some Twitter polls. Loves I did not see. So he said, what are you doing for, for December 31st? And his options were tape and TV. I'm going to watch it at home. UK, Iowa, Music City. UK, U of L, Rupp Arena. Typical UK SEC screw-up was one option. So, like, no, 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 I'm not telling you what I'm doing, but I'm not happy with it. What do you think the leader is? I would think he would be – wait, he did tape and TV? Just like watch at home. Oh, I would maybe say I'll watch. tape. Maybe I'll tape one. I, I don't know if he knows the two TV concept just yet. Right. But watch right. at home. I, I took okay. it like I'll have a two TV setup. I'm gonna say watch at home. I'm gonna go with the SEC screw up. All right, good good guesses. I, I've quote tweeted it. The results are wild. Your leader at 26.4 percent. Your leader. Typical UK SEC screw up. Yeah. Second place at 25.2 percent. So just a little over a percentage off. UK Iowa at the Music City Bowl, huh. third place twenty four point five percent. So within two points of first place. Wow. UK U of L at Rupp Arena, and then bring it up the rear, twenty three point nine percent. So still within three points of the leader, two and a half points. I off. mean, they're all tape and TV watch, all within twenty three points, or all at minimum twenty three points. They're really one percentage. I mean, point off you're splitting hairs between here. Oh, it's basically twenty five percent, twenty five percent, twenty five percent, twenty five percent. And one of those is. Uh... Just like complaining about mad it. at the SEC. <laughs> it's crazy. I voted for typical UK SEC screw up for what it was worth, but I will almost surely be watching at a bar that will have both games on, and gonna probably get me a nice buzz on before New Year's Eve, which is seemingly tradition for when UK plays on the thirty first, which has happened a couple times during this bullshit. In those scenarios, you don't stay up to see midnight, do you? I will always be up at midnight. I just may take a little siesta okay. during the day. Mm. But I'm pumped. I mean, it is what it is. You can't change it now. I, I would have liked to go to the bowl game if it was if it worked out with a better time. I would have probably considered going to the UK L game because it's probably going to be a cheaper ticket than well, – now it's definitely going to be the cheapest ticket you're ever going to get for that game. 
ever will never be cheaper. I guess the only way it'd be cheaper, you how lucky is U of L? It's not at the Yum Center this year. Yeah. That place would be entirely blue. Yeah. Not just like ooh fifty fifty. It's gonna be. It would be one. It would probably be eighty percent blue. You all dodged a bullet with that one. That actually but, would have been pretty fun. But yeah, it but probably really would have like... been a t- cheaper ticket at the Yum Center than Rupp. But both of them, Rupp, it's still gonna be the cheapest ticket you're gonna get at Rupp Arena for this game for the foreseeable future. I would I would almost guarantee that. So I don't know. You know, it stinks for people that wanted to do both, that wanted to do one, and now maybe now they're doing the other. Maybe wanted to do one, and now they're not doing either. But what can you do about it? Just hope the Cats go 2-0. It'll make for a great New Year's Eve. And doubt we have to worry about this in the future, at least with the U.K. U of L game. Basketball games could always end up being, you know, you you, you got to schedule the games at some point throughout December. You just don't uh, need to make it your rival on one of the busiest college football days of the year. High point was uh, December thirty first mm-hmm. last year too, correct? Correct. That was fun. Like that was. A, I think that's a good opponent to have during a college football slate. High point. Yeah. You know. Just we were I'm, watching it poolside down in uh, Orlando. Ah, sick brag. It's a lot of fun. All right. Well, uh, just this a little is attention. A radio show in Louisville, so. By obligation, legal obligation, we'll have to come back and talk about Nick's uncle. So in the news. Could it happen today? <gasps> we'll tell you more when we return. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports oh, Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Ruff, Justin Kaler. No diggity. I thought to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work, kid. No diggity. No diggity. I thought to bag it up. Bag it up. Okay. I like the way you work, kid. No diggity. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Rocallo. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on the Big X. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Make sure you turn your car off before you go inside the Thornton's. <laughs> but when you get inside, we already talked about it. Amazing options. You'll love it. Download the app today and get your text into the show, 502 414 50. We can get to the text line a little bit uh, later on, or really anytime that you all want, fine by me. But we've got some quick hitters we need to talk about. We need to talk some UK offensive coordinator search. Roush, you had teased this today, the day that it becomes official for Jeff Brom <gasps> to Louisville. Maybe today's the day we bring Brom home. But wait, the other Brom. <gasps> Oscar? No. Greg? No. Officially moved back? Did you see Brady? the tweet from one uh, Matthew Harper-Jones? No, but what was it? Um, if It was all in the lines of, if Cohen isn't the guy, a couple of guys who played college football nearby could get the job. What if they announced Jeff Brom, head coach at Louisville, Brian Brom, Kentucky offensive coordinator? <gasps> 
Bum, bum, bum. <sighs> it's not, that's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. Same thing. I got I heard Gino Gadulli interviewed for the job. That's not going to happen either. I could see Gino Gadulli happening much more than Brian Brom. Cincinnati offensive numbers were not great this year. Yeah, but what were they the the year before? A lot better. He was a quarterbacks coach then, not the play caller. So but yeah, they guess you get sold on that. Like also lost your NFL he made quarterback he made Desmond well. Ritter good. You could yeah. sell that, but um, yeah. No, I, I always looked at the uh, the Cincinnati guy as a backup option, right, and I think right. it's an okay backup option to have. But yeah, I think you could do better. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but. Like I said, I don't think those scenarios happen. I'm not uh, pressing the Cohen panic button until after this Thursday night football game. He's got to get Baker Mayfield ready to go, which of all the play- – I thought he might go to San Francisco after Jimmy G got hurt, but I guess the Rams claimed him quicker. They're going to have him and well, – oh, man, what a disaster that's turned into. It really has, yeah. Uh, so on the time, the the timeline for Cohen still interesting. I I would at least say everybody has to be patient to Friday, uh, let them get their Thursday night football game in, and then I don't know if it's next Monday and we still haven't heard anything. I'd be very worried. Then you you probably do need to just yeah, you move, move on. on. You yeah. probably you know just not the right time. Unfortunately, and, and maybe somewhere down the road, the, your pass will cross again. But you'd have to start looking at some other candidates. If, if you get to Monday, uh, I just think you got to at least wait till Friday because they've got to play that game. And then Friday, you need to let the weekend sort of play out. There's not uh, right, overly right. a lot like of news. You, so. could, you could see him showing up, nothing coming official, until, uh, but also like shaking hands with recruits visiting and all that. Cause sure. It's going to be a big official visit weekend, not only with high school players, but there's also going to be transfer portal kids in as well. So it's going to be busy. It's going to be a busy time. Um, Got to let that cake bake there. Um, I do. I did love TJ. All of uh, the the Louisville folks we follow, like with their Easter eggs about Brom potentially becoming official or not at Louisville, and just all the excitement and my group messages from Louisville fans. Uh, one one person said it's the most excited he's been as a Louisville fan since 2013. Then he had to correct himself to say 2016-17, and then I responded, "Oh, that what Tom Lamar fumbled." So that that was that's good. That's, that is good. It's always fun to hold that over their heads. That is. Yeah. Uh, no, when I, I think today, this is not from any inside source. I think today will be the day that you'll have like an expert break the news. Jeff Brom intends to take the job at Louisville. Oh, you shouldn't go ahead throwing your microphone. I mean, he just ripped it right off the stand, folks. He is mad. Ah, don't bring Rob Homer. U of L fans better not catch wind of this. I'm not trying to work today, Roush. You better fix it. I mean, I, I just would like to be able to touch the microphone without it falling off. Freaking John Spears over here. Oh, he's very handsy. Manhandling it. it. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, you gotta, I'm sure. You got to tighten it up when you get in after Spears. I bet Spears just like two hands just <laughs> holds on to that thing like a basketball. If y'all weren't listening to Spears on sports, you need to because some of the things he says – Dude, you just Tom Brady talk- is 62 years old. <laughs> just started like you need to talk more on that show, Scoots. Well, it's a it's a fine line. I'm still trying to find my footing when it comes to John. Like your timing on when to exactly. But in. yeah, so many people in this town treat radio producers like dirt, and I won't say Spears does that, but he is pretty tough on you, Scoots. Oh, it's all in good fun. I give it right back to him. I mean, you should hear us when we're off air. It's if you think it's bad on air, you should hear it off air. It's also Spears is like mo, just how yeah. he lives life. It's yeah. just. 
busting balls. Yeah, well, yeah. I, <laughs> That's I, just... I, I, I believe it. No, Spears is a great guy. He's really uh, hanging out with him during the Big X scramble on the golf course was really, really funny. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm I'm all for it, but Scooch, just make sure you're you're standing up for yourself. Oh, I, I give it back to him. Don't worry. Good, that's what we like. Like the other, like the other day on Big X Sports Radio. Like the other day, I hit him with a. Uh, he was talking about candy and how he had a, he was sick and how he needed a bunch of halls. And I hit him with, uh, oh, guys your age normally are big on Werthers. <laughs> Because he was saying how he eats halls just like that's candy. That's a good one. Yeah. What do you say to that? He just laughed. He was like, guys my age. <laughs> <laughs> Still a shame we never really got a, a, a crossover Benny T. John Spears collaboration. Man, you were going to talk about. It would have been great radio. I miss Benny. Like, Colliding. let Benny pick a topic for a segment, then let John pick a topic for a segment, and they both have to talk on the other's topics. Would have been just great. Would have been man, like oil, there would have been oil and water. Wild, wild west of whew, the takes. And then, of course, we had good old fashioned just the cat tips with Cutler and Bennett. One day on summer radio, we just need to do just talk about the big X. Dugan's talked about wanting to do a podcast on his oh, like, life and radio, yeah. and that would be great. Oh Rouse my is getting gosh. out of control now. I mean, That's backwards. Do I need to come in there, Rouse? Just, Just remember, righty tidy. Oh, there we go. Oh no, that's not working. Uh, we'll figure it out. I'm not sure what he's going to do with all this. <laughs> but without any inside information, I don't know. It just feels like today is going to probably be the day because while UK is on a timeline crunch with offensive coordinator, Louisville probably on a bigger timeline crunch. Uh, they have a bowl game in under two weeks, in under ten days, and then. They have their best recruiting class they've ever had lined up, and they need somebody to probably be in charge of that. They're bleeding staff, as you would expect. Uh, they they lost their defensive coordinator and their surprise recruiter, Roush, to Cincinnati. Crime, well, they also lost a crime dog to Auburn, so they've lost at least three coaches. Oh, I, missed, I missed that one. Yeah, uh, the McGriff. So, I mean, that happens when staff leaves, the staff or when the head coach leaves, usually the staff follows. Man, they're running out of coaches, though, just but for the bowl game. they need right? people to talk to the recruits. They need people to fight off Oregon and Texas A&M because when you're recruiting with the big boys, the big boys don't stop. It's The timeline for U of L is much more drastic, so that's why I think you'll probably hear something today. I don't think you'll get, like, obviously you won't get the press conference, I don't believe, but I think you'll probably get, like, a Pat Forty or somebody tweet out, Jeff Brom has informed his team that he'll he, he intends yeah. to leave for the Louisville job and then you'll probably get the press conference on Friday or, or maybe even tomorrow but uh, I would think that it's today's the day today's the day if you're a U of L fan that I think you hear the good news that you've been waiting for we'll say this there's no real surprise to it like he's going to be your coach it's just a matter of when all the the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and again I think uh that announcement comes today be good news for U of L it'll mean Kentucky needs to continue to to up its stuff and stay competitive. And with a huge recruiting weekend this weekend, Roush, that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, um, a good time to, to get motivated, re-energized, and finish out this December strong in so many different areas. Recruiting, transfer portal, coaching, and then obviously the bowl game on the last day of the year. Busy time as we... Uh, wrap up things. There's one thing I did want to mention um, as we look at kind of the recruiting stuff. Coaches are on the road, right? Like you, you have 
Merrill and Stoops in Ohio, they were in Youngstown uh, yesterday morning with a, a safety, where it's kind of down between Kentucky and Michigan. Clink's recruiting that kid, DJ Waller. Uh, there's also the, the, the portal recruitments. Um, there's a Michigan tight end. Uh, who Kentucky is reportedly going to pursue. Uh, Jatah McLean's old teammate at Fairfield in Cincinnati, Ohio, Eric Hall. He uh, was a full-time starter in 21, coming off injury this year. Um, but the, I, th- I think the big overall talking point this year is that there's not going to be any excuses if they whiff on tackle. Last year, you were kind of limited where – you had some kid from Rutgers. You had the kid from Western Kentucky. There was a couple tackles where you're like, okay, maybe they'll go after it. But really, Tyler Steen was the only true legitimate option you had at offensive tackle. The rest of those guys didn't uh, – I don't, I don't know if they didn't play, but like they didn't, they didn't really do anything. Steen started for Alabama and was just meh, you know, just okay. But it was kind of the problem Kenny Payne ran into – uh, it might even be apples or oranges because they missed on more guys. They went after some of them. But when there's not a lot of talent at one position, you can't afford to really be picky. Payne was picky. In Kentucky, there wasn't a lot of talent there. They went all in on one guy, and then their lead recruiter for him went to Alabama and took him with him. Weird weird way that developed. But now – You can't miss. You can't lose guys to Alabama. <laughs> now there's actually a quite a few offensive tackles out there. There's the kid from Kent State – Savion Washington that Kentucky's interested in. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to visit this weekend or not. They're going to try to get him there. The kid from Northern Illinois. Uh, like there, there are the Mac guys who have played a lot. There are also a ton of guys from your Alabamas that are down the depth chart. Like there, you have options this year. So I, there's now there's no excuse for Kentucky to not fortify the people blue wall via the transfer portal. There's just not. So we can't give that to them if they yeah, swing a mess. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, you could make a case with pretty much every area. With the transfer portal having so many options, you really – I guess maybe you could get a guy that you want or whiff on somebody and then have to go to option B. I, I just think there's too much talent to completely whiff. Too many options, too much talent. You, you've got you to gotta plug the holes that you have – created whether it's been draft decisions maybe just missing recruiting which we can everybody can have a pass in that or maybe just complete like total whiffs in recruiting like it wasn't just the player didn't develop into the player you thought they were going to be you just couldn't get the position of need crossed off and then two or three years later the chickens come to roost Mm -hmm. so you there's running back yeah Yeah. offensive line and then obviously quarterback is, is the big one Uh, It does seem like Kentucky does a good job in the portal adding depth where it's not maybe necessarily needed that season, but down the road, like you have the player for two, three years, and you say, oh, okay, well, that's why you you went and got this guy. But the important positions, you can't miss on them this year. Yeah, and... and What do you think we'll start hearing some commitments? They're probably, UK's, I don't want to say they're done deals, but they're probably saying, just come... Come visit this weekend, and then just so you know, right? And I think there's also a degree, too, that one of the lessons I think they learned here, um, especially dealing with some of those Louisiana guys, is you want culture fits as well. So that's probably part of the – you kind of want to gauge it all out in person. So 
I, I, I actually anticipated a commitment early in this week that we did not get. I'm assuming it'll just happen oh, know, who? over the weekend. Who who? Well, maybe maybe oh, somebody from not too far away. Is there an Allen here? Who who? Uh but uh, so somebody I somebody not too far away. Yeah. yeah. Oh is not it? too far away. Uh but uh that's worth like I think they're just kind of waiting out because all in all, like not everybody's transfer portal players have worked out. And not everyone for Kentucky has, but even some of the deep cuts like Zion Childress played well this year. Um, they've they've done pretty well at picking the right guys. Keedron Smith was named second team All SEC by the league's coaches yesterday, so they they've done a good job of finding players. Where that's not always the case, right? Like you can't have your whole like Lane Kiffin. We thought he his whole team was to be made up of transfer guys, and then. The the Jud Judson J- Judkins guy was all SEC running back, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so like there is um, as good as you need to be in the portal. High school is still has to be the the kind of foundation of your program, if you will. Yeah, it needs to be a healthy balance. And uh, I don't, I wasn't overly blown away by the high school recruiting this year, but there were staff turnovers maybe you were kind of due for it but you also were coming off a 10 year I think it should have been a little bit better but it was a small class and what, uh, and what you what you maybe missed in recruiting make up for in the transfer portal and you could you could get this thing I don't know if expectations will be as high as last season just because and I was a little bit more tempered than other people of course the 10 win season I was telling everybody to get on board and choo-choo but nobody mm-hmm. wanted to listen to old TJ back then uh, but I, I just think the schedule probably won't allow folks to get like ten win excited for next year, but you, I think you could get, you could put together a, a, a if you if you hit the transfer portal in the right way, and you get an offensive coordinator that people think you're going to get, excitement level could be as high as pretty much any other year besides last year, and that's a good thing. The the recruiting class too could also change soon because yesterday you had. Uh, rivals redid their rankings. Jamarian Wilcox, a guy that Kentucky feels pretty confident about, uh, the running back. Let me see, South Carolina. I saw Hugh Freeze get in and offer him late, but that guy got bumped up to a four star. Shamar Porter got bumped up to a four star. A lot of guys UK's been been in on have been bumped up to four star. There's a, there's a four star kid today that's announcing. I don't think it's going to be Kentucky, but that could certainly help. Uh, like Kentucky could still close the class strong and finish where it's been for the most part in the 30s, right? Like low 30s, low to mid 30s. And that's is, okay. Yeah. I still think to take that next step, you need to take that next step. But that's enough to keep things where you're above probably ideally a few programs in the SEC, although right now only above Vanderbilt in the recruiting rankings. But there's still time to go. Uh, it allows you to still stay competitive. What what What's the range, I always say, for recruiting rankings one way or another? Is it like? 10 to 15 spots just because it's no science in terms of what players you're bringing Right, in. right. So if you're at 30, you know, you theoretically could be competing with top 20 classes in the ballpark of that, but also well, could go the other way where, you know, the players don't end up being as good as they're ranked and maybe you're closer to the, around the 50s, 45. Yeah, like that, the 2020 class had a lot of guys. Like it was a highly ranked class but didn't turn into a lot of production. Uh I think it was 16, maybe 15. One of those was pretty well, one of their lower-ranked classes who had a ton of production. So it's still about what happens once they get here uh, that you got to factor in as well. 
Yeah, Dave Lackford, who I like, was on another station talking the U of L stuff, and he was just kind of slamming in-state recruiting in Kentucky and how you don't really need to make it a priority because there's not that many good players. And he talked about the was it the 2019 UK class that had a lot of in-state talent. Oh, they all left. JJ's like the only guy that's. Yeah, but he didn't even at least mention JJ. Like he didn't. You know, he didn't even mention JJ. No, and like that's a success story. Yeah. JJ has been. He's been pretty. He's good. been really, really good. But yeah, Jared Casey. He mentioned some of the other guys that have left, and it was a. It was a. His his point was like Brom doesn't need to feel like he's got to build a wall around the state because you're only probably missing out at best on a few guys a year. I think that point is fair. Uh, he, but he did say he thought Louisville would lose every single one of their California commits, like all of them. Hmm. And he made some good points for it. He's just like, why would they go to Louisville anymore? Like, you know, other places have, will have nil deals for them, and all of them will be closer to home than Louisville is. Or if they're not closer to home, it's probably schools that have been recruiting them longer than whatever the new staff will be doing. People just don't go want to go play for coaches they have no idea about. Yeah. And that was his overall point. Although you have some other UofL reporters saying Steve Clarkson is going to – he'll be on board with the new coach as long as, you know, they make an effort to talk to him and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Because it, yeah, it could go – a bunch of different ways. And also, like, wouldn't Jeff want to bring some of those Purdue commitments with him, too? Probably so. Yeah. Do you think Jeff would, like, play the schmooze game with a Steve Clarkson? Initially. But he would definitely go to the portal and get a quarterback over Pierce. Well, he'd have to. Yeah. I, even you have, even before yeah. Satter Cor- Craig Satterfield left, Craig Thorpe, Satterfield. Ooh, I had a funny, uh, funny dream last night that, like, I ran into Satterfield and – had beers with him and was like, wait, this guy's normal? You're such a goober on television, but, like, you're you're not, like, you're just putting on a front? He was like, he's probably in the dream. Like, no, it's actually just a costume at UofL. Once you accept the job, you instantly turn into a dork because there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Which, um, speaking of beers, see what's happening in Knoxville. Yeah, and uh, along those same lines, there's some Mitch Barnhart news as oh, well. This is the, this is Mitch Barnhart's. Yeah, so they did a report that said there's underage drinking at Neyland Stadium. The city of Knoxville has filed a complaint stating the Tennessee's alcohol vendor is responsible for rowdiness at Neyland Stadium on Saturdays. And it's because, I mean, if you were going to file a complaint, how many underage kids would have gotten caught drinking? Uh, how, just ballpark. For the city to file an actual complaint on the vendor. At, at the stadium? Yes. I would guess you would need 500. Three. Three people? Three. That's all there were. Three. That's uh, gosh. That, it's disgusting. And you know, it's like despicable. Mitch, Mitch Barnhart's so excited reading this. Man, he's even unbuttoning his top button to read this. He's got <laughs> nipples probably poking out of his shirt. There's only three complaints. Now, and secondly, that's just a loser mentality to to read this article and be like, "See, you can't do it." You can't do I, we that's why I've always stayed away from it. You can't do it. People are going to be too rowdy and you're going to get underage drinking. It's going to be a disaster. You'll get the city to file a complaint I on mean, you. I mean, the city is disappointed. Then do that- a better job, Tennessee. Do a better job of alcohol policy within the stadium. If get more security. If somebody's See, being unruly, get them the hell out of there. Make sure people are checking IDs. Tell them to be jerks about it. Nobody, you know, nobody wants to do that when it, you you see a fake ID, but tell them to be jerks about it. It's stuff you can control. Tennessee didn't control it, thus they had some issues. Only three people. But also, their Whoa. issues were, it was like celebrating wins and being rowdy. 
That, like when they beat Alabama for yeah, the first like, time in uh, two decades? You, yeah. Uh, you, so you don't want that to happen? You don't want your football team to be good? Stupid, stupid, stupid. I just hate, though, that the headlines are going to the Prohibition folks are just going to love them. Yeah, yeah. They're it's, just going to love really them. they like, see, this is what we were talking about here. In reality, it shows a failed plan. If UK is ever going to sell alcohol, so to the common folks, because the rich people can just drink their their faces off if they want to right now. Mm-hmm. If they're going to sell it to the common folks, Mitch Barnhart, have a plan in place that makes sure IDs are checked. Make sure that if somebody's being too drunk and stupid or stumbling around or throwing up in their seat, they're out of there instantly. It's not hard stuff to, to manage, but he'll he'll take this, he'll spin it, and act like, oh, see, I was vindicated. By the way, he was Mitch Barnhart was named this year's NFF National Football Foundation and College Hall of Fame recipient for director of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the NFF stuff's happening this weekend in Vegas, correct? Yeah. yeah. I don't I mean it's like the longest mouthful award of all time, but congrats to Mitch Barnhart. Yeah, they give out an AD award when they induct people in the Hall of Fame. Designed to honor and acknowledge outstanding athletic directors who have demonstrated superior administrative <laughs> abilities, especially in the area of college football. No wonder he's team stoops. He's a football guy. Yeah. People football have said that school. for decades. Mitch Barnhart has always loved and embraced the football program, and it definitely didn't take him 15 years too long to finally pull the trigger on investing. We'll say this, though. Once he did it, they have they dove in. It's worked. They, it has worked. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm making a joke, but I am happy with where the football program has come, and I want it to – but I'm not satisfied. It needs to continue to take steps forward. But congrats to Mitch Barnhart on his award. Listen to your fans and throw us a bone every once in a while. A texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Easy question to start the text line. Who wins one-on-one in your prime, TJ or Nick? I wiped the floor with him. (laughs) You got too scared to play when we brought this up like two or three years ago. Yeah, that's what it was. got too scared to play. I think that's what it was. You got invited to play pickup all the time and you were nowhere to be found. Yeah. So, there to answer your question, Texter. <laughs> it's not relatively close, I don't think. Not me, Johnny, <laughs> blowout, but still. Oh, it's funny, teach. Fans could hit the exit before the before the final score. What's wild is if the Rams are good this year, there's not a chance we could potentially get him to come back for a variety of reasons. Just the fact that it's a possibility is pretty crazy. Who would have thought the reigning Super Bowl champs would be this bad while returning Aaron Donald and Stafford at quarterback? Granted, injuries have played a role, but still. Kind of agree with that. And the the flip side of it all, though, is what if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl the year before? What if their staff isn't totally you know, taken out and Cohen isn't, taken away from Kentucky literally at one of the worst times possible. So you could play that, you know, life, things, stuff. It all happens. But it is kind of crazy that just a year after departure, not even a year, several months after departure, it could be all coming back around. Do you, do Your guess is still yes, Liam Cohen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, feel good about it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think uh, hearing nothing is a bad thing. I agree with that as well. You know, I think you can almost make a case the the fewer other candidates you hear, the better it is. Yeah. Because if Cohen... Like right now we're just doing the like, well, there's more people out there. And it's like, well, is there? Because couldn't Cohen have said no just as easily Monday as he could today? Yeah. Like what, you know, or what what will he say Friday that he couldn't have said on Tuesday? Well, and the thing is, is it's not like 
Scangarello got fired, and then Mark called up Liam for the first time. Like, this isn't the first time he's – this has been something he's been thinking about a while. He's been considering, and it all comes down to doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. So. The right way. I just make it happen. Who cares what way you do it? All right, hour one done of Kentucky Roll Call, but we do have another hour, which is really exciting for you listeners that love award-winning radio shows covering UK sports in oh, Southern yeah. Indiana. Who knows? We might even have Reed Shepard call it. You know, and we don't want to make promises. We don't <laughs> want to make promises. But we'll see. Maybe an hour or two we'll get to talk to Reed. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports oh, Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Caleb. Let me get you that beep, beep. Running her hands through my fro Bouncing on 24s Why they saying I'm ready It's the remix to ignition Hot and fresh out the kitchen Mama rolling that body Got every man in here wishing Zipping on coke and rum I'm like so what I'm drunk Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Wasn't work. all the way in. Oh, no. Is it working now? It's working now. Okay, yeah. good. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here oh, on Big Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen on your Wednesday. Fun first hour went by quickly, and we'll do more of the same here in hour two. Keep your text in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You text it in. We read it on air. And uh, check out Salsaritas. Quesadilla sounds good today. Double meat quesadilla. Extra Ooh, cheese. That does sound good. Mm. Dip it in the hot salsa. Their hot salsa is really good. If you like spicy things, go check out Salsaritas hot salsa. Perfect to go with their wildly addictive chips. Everything at Salsaritas is fresh, delicious. Two locations. Do not forget about the one out of Middletown. It's got a drive through Makes it super easy if you're in that part of town. Uh, traffic can kind of be bad in that part of town. Save some time with the drive-thru. And then, of course, St. Matthew's Middletown. That one's great. And they're getting a covered patio out there, almost complete. It's going to be a nice setup there. Real nice. All freshly new, paved. It's going to be uh, almost finished, I would I would guess. They're really getting close to it. So check them out today. And then remember, Salsarita's gift cards. Perfect stocking stuffer. Not really sure what to get somebody. Who doesn't like the gift of delicious, wildly addictive chips, Mexican food, all the good stuff? Matt Sack and intern Jacob really got on me when I saw them at the UK L game for saying my favorite Mexican is Salsaritas. Why? They just thought it was, you know, I said my favorite. They thought it was funny. I didn't uh, say my favorite Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. I remember now. We went to a Mexican restaurant last night, and Duke just slept in the booth the entire, <laughs> the entire time we were there. Tried to waking him up to eat. Nope. To he give just, him a give him a sip of margarita. Just went Honestly, back to sounds sleep. Like the best case scenario for a dinner. <laughs> oh, it actually kids. it actually worked. I mean, we had a quiet dinner. Nobody talked. <laughs> just didn't say anything. <laughs> it sounds amazing. It's great. Then we went I home. Bring him a little pillow and a little blanket each time you go. I, Ask for the the corner booth. I was really worried. I was like, oh no, like let's let's. 
hopefully he'll sleep once he gets home to sleep through the night. No, he woke up and I was like, oh God, he's going to never go back to sleep. He went back to sleep. That's good. But I was like, this nap was way too late. Yeah, that would be the concern, I suppose. But you have to enjoy those dinners when you can get them. Yeah. Yeah. Frank wasn't fussy either. So it was a good uh, win, win, win. And win, win, win. We all win. A <laughs> uh, shout out to Big Bag Dave. He had his, uh, he's a fan of, of KRC, or he's, well, I don't know if he listens, but he's been on the show before. <laughs> he had a second kid today. Nine pounds, two ounces. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. It's almost bigger than you. Jeez. <laughs> That's a, it's a huge ginormous kid. baby. It was measuring huge, though, you know, it wasn't a surprise to anybody. But uh, mom, baby, doing well. Big Bag Love Dave. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Congrats, Big well. Bag so Dave. Congrats to them and their I, family now of two. I hope your football team does not get a commitment today, though. Although it. Four, I should say. Seems like it. Uh, Brandon Hillman, he's from Virginia. He's a talented quarterback. But he's an athlete. He's going to play DB at the next level. Uh, four-star recruit. Kentucky's a finalist along with Virginia Tech, North Carolina. But Notre Dame is the the favorite going into it. Boo. Suck it, Notre Dame. Somebody just give him, show him South Bend. Yeah. It would not be a fun place to live for several years. Just any time at all. That's true. Yeah. A weekend, some would say, is too much. Yeah. Or right, what time are we uh, potentially having Reed Shepard on? Um, eight fifteen. Okay, let's read a few texts until. By the way, we did not win Mega Millions last night. No, come on, Trevor. Trevor didn't even hit a single number on his ticket. Trevor, not one. Wait, let's just let's just ban him. No, because he's got to do Friday too. <laughs> did anybody win it? Was there a, a winner of the Mega Millions? Or? Doesn't look like it. Well, that's gonna probably be up to almost half a bill by Friday. Ooh, probably a little short of that, but not too far over a hundred over four hundred. I bet. A texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, says, listening to yesterday's podcast, oh, this uh, this was for the Rutherford show after I sent it over, but it's still kind of funny. Listening to yesterday's podcast, I'm worried about Trevor. He was audible wheezing every breath. Someone get the man an inhaler. God, that was funny. He does have an inhaler. It's it's called Marlboro Lights. (laughs) No. He missed yesterday's show because he wasn't feeling well. Oh. Poor guy. He just need. He just couldn't do the radio show. He just needed more rest. He's been going too too hard lately. <laughs> Feel better, buddy. TJ, not sure if you tried looking up a YouTube video on how to put wipers on your car, but I'm sure there's a video out there. YouTube teaches everything. Trust me. When I I can do it. I I I, I wish I could go back and rephrase. I, I, I sounded pretty. It's just wimpy. More, it, but it's more complicated than it should be. It takes you, me about 20 minutes to do it when it should take somebody 45 seconds. Yeah. And it's because it's kind of uh, reverse, the way that it like hooks in. You would yeah. think that it would hook in the other way, but it's... it's you think it'd be just a super easy process. Yeah. Well, and some wipers, too, depending on, like, if you get fancy and go Rain-X or something like that, which, by the way, if you ever go Rain-X, you feel like just the best ever because it... it Puts the stuff on it as it's wiping, so when the raindrops start hitting, it'll f- like slide up the windshield. It's incredible, uh, but some th- some of the nicer ones can be harder to put on. So, yeah, so that's uh, I can do it myself. I'm probably gonna be shamed into doing it myself, and it'll end up taking me a long time, and I'll be really frustrated by the whole thing. But I just don't know if I can bring myself to ask like a mechanic, like, <laughs> "Could you help little old me outside with my car?" <laughs> 
that year. Please. <laughs> was that Forrest Gump's mom asking uh, for help? Uh, Sal- uh, Damsel, Damsel in Distress. Can you say Damsel anymore? Yes, you can say Damsel in Distress. Okay. D-I-D. Okay, good. Oh, we've got thumbs up from Scoots. Joining us now, UK commit Reed Shepard. Reed, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. We were supposed to have your future teammate, Justin Edwards, on yesterday, and we teased it and we promoted it and we were excited about it, but he, he never called in, so we were a little nervous. You'll have to give him the business on Saturday for, or Sunday for us. Yeah, Sunday. Beat him beat him down um, and then laugh at him, point and laugh at him after you, you take him to school at Freedom Hall. And say, that's for the roll call, boys. <laughs> I will. I'll say that's what you get. Yeah, thank yeah. you. We appreciate it. Well, how you doing, Reed? How how is the start of the season going? Uh, how just how how's your how's the basketball uh, how's basketball going? Uh, it's going great. Um, start of the season has been good. Uh, start of the school. Uh, start of a, the season has been really good. Um, you know, I'm super excited of where we are right now with the team. And uh, it's been a it's been a great season, um, super fun, and I couldn't ask for anything uh, couldn't ask for anything better. Uh, it's we're just having a lot of fun right now, and that's what I, that's what you want right now. Are you are you in school right now? Is that the announcements going on in the background? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to go to a, get a place. Oh, we don't care. We read our. Hear our that. Read our radio show's a joke. We don't mind. Uh, <laughs> you can just put on the announcements for for all for all we care. No, don't worry about it. We get it. We and we appreciate you taking the time. And uh, even if our announcements are going on in the background, what's for lunch today at North Laurel? What'd you say? I'm sorry. What's for lunch today at North Laurel? What, what is the best thing at the North Laurel High School cafeteria? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, probably some probably some chicken tenders or something today. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure they haven't they haven't got to that part in the announcement yet. <laughs> okay, if, if, if they break in with it, you be sure to let us. You be sure to let us know. Uh, no, this event on Sunday is pretty cool, Reed. It's going to give UK fans an opportunity to see some of the future of Kentucky basketball up close and personal. Uh, how did this come together, or do, or do you not know? They just asked you if you wanted to play in a game going up against Justin Edwards. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I think they kind of just reached out to coach and and they had a couple couple of teams uh listed to play before uh we played Justin and then the final team that everybody that like said yes on it was was Justin and them so I'm not sure how it all came along but I'm super super glad it did cuz this is going to be a super fun experience and a, a really fun time a lot of times when we interview players and recruits, and we've got Reed Shepard here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, uh, they're from outside Kentucky. They didn't grow up knowing U.K. basketball, U.K. history. You, obviously, an exception. You you grew up in Kentucky. Uh, who is your favorite U.K. basketball player of all time? If you just had to pick. Um, Anybody stand out? Uh, um, I don't I don't really have one. The last couple of years I've really liked uh, watching Tyler Hero play. Um, so like, he's probably my favorite, like newer player that has been through Kentucky, but all time, I'm not, I'm not really sure, but you know, they, they bring in great players every year and it's always super fun to watch all of them grow and get better and then, uh, even continue to watch them in the league. Reed, you don't know who your favorite UK player is of all time? (laughs) 
No, I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> uh, not. <laughs> No, shots fired at Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, poor father. He only raised you. <laughs> no, I can't, get... can't give him too much credit. <laughs> I can't give him too much credit. Oh, that's awesome, Reed. Reed, I know you, you've, being the son of a Final Four most outstanding player at Kentucky, I'm sure there's some pressure that comes with that a little bit. Kentucky fans have been talking about Reed Shepard and this, this kid at North Oral. He's really good. Was, was it – now, now that you've you've you won a region, you've committed to Kentucky, you've played in Rupp Arena, has the craziness kind of surrounding uh, your basketball games, the the hoopla, all the online, was it crazier before or after you you committed to Kentucky? Uh, it's kind of two different types of crazy. Um, the before was just like everyone asking like, where is he going to go? What's what's next? And then now is just all the crazy Kentucky fans that are always coming to the games and always saying stuff. So it's two different types of, of crazy, but the Kentucky Kentucky fans crazy is, is awesome. I mean, they're the best fans in the world. They come to all my games. They are always watching, and it's it's super cool to see, and it's super uh, awesome to be a part of. What what was it like when you, you did punch your ticket, won the 13th region last year, and were able to go play at Rep Arena in the Sweet 16? Yeah, I mean, it was a dream come true. You know, that's something you always work for. Um, like those, my last four years of high school, you know, that's what we what we fell short of, and that was our our goal in the end of the season was to play in Rupp Arena, win the win the region uh, championship, and finally being able to do that. You know, it brought us all together a lot, and it, it felt felt really really good being able to get that one under under, under our belts and just have that one with us. So it was awesome. We're talking with Reed Shepard here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Three-point contest along the 2023 UK commitments. Who's winning it? Um, Probably Reed. It's <laughs> a good answer. Good answer. What would Justin and, and uh, old Rob have to say about that? Yeah, or maybe DJ. DJ. Yeah. They, would, they would probably pick themselves too, so it would be, be a good one for sure. What what is y'all's relationship like? Because I'm I'm sure you've either played with one another, against one another. What's what's that like? Yeah, it's it's all super cool. You know, we're all from different parts um, of the world, so just like we don't know each other uh, too well. But like being able to catch up over text and like when we see each other at Kentucky games or Big Blue Madness or something like, just hanging out and talking, and then we always we'll stay in touch. Uh, through social media and and everything, so it's all been really cool. Like the process of it and everything, so it's it's all been really really cool. Was, was there any trash talk after you gave Rob's team the business on national TV? And <laughs> oh my gosh, what a beatdown that was! No, not there wasn't none that game. Uh, you know that was that was a super fun game. Um, I don't think anyone was expecting that. Um, so, but no, it was it was super super fun being able to go out there and play against them, and and especially since we won. So, when, when did you start to think that like this super class was going to actually come together? Because obviously Cal has put them together previously, 
but it's been several years since it's just been you've looked down the top 30 players, top 25, and UK has five or, or six. I'm sure they probably, when they were recruiting you or when you committed, they probably told you, hey, this is our plan. We're looking at this guy. We're looking at that guy. Or maybe they didn't. I don't know. But give us a little background in terms of when you were like, okay, this is actually going to get pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole time I I just kept trying my best to keep keep in contact and keep in touch with with all the players and then they started slowly committing and then after after they all committed you know it was kind of crazy just thinking like like geez I'm gonna be playing with all these dudes next year and like all these dudes can play so it's gonna be a super fun experience and I'm uh really really looking forward to it is there one game that you're looking forward to your freshman season or one event or you know SEC tournament NCAA tournament the Louisville game is there one thing that you've kind of circled and you said I you know I just can't wait to experience that as a college athlete um well the first time the first game at rough will be really really special you know running out with each other for the first game um, that'll be an awesome feeling and an awesome experience and then you know all the all the games that they play in really uh, especially the postseason and the away away SEC games and the uh, the SEC challenges or whoever we'll play next year, you know those will all be something really to look forward to, and it'll be an awesome experience for sure. Yeah, it's switching from SEC Big Twelve challenge to SEC ACC, so you could ACC, poten- right? Yeah, you could potentially be going and playing at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Yeah, no, that would be that would be really cool. That would be that'd be something you wouldn't forget uh, for sure. Yeah, for no no doubt about it. Uh, all right, well, I want to tell talk about the event one more time. Uh, Sunday night, Roush. Mm-hmm. Yep, Sunday night, seven thirty, Freedom Hall, play by play classic. A lot of games all day at Freedom Hall, and a lot of high flying affairs. A lot of really good teams. My question for you though, Reed, um, because I I could maybe do these skill like I maybe done this once a piece, but I, I'm curious from your perspective because you could probably do this regularly. As a basketball player, what's um, what's 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 more gratifying, dunking on somebody, or hitting a, a three ball right in their face? Um, you know, it kind of depends. You know, dunking on them is just is just a crazy feeling. Uh, you make them kind of feel stupid after you do it, but then at the same time, uh, no, I would have to go with dunking on somebody because not everybody gets to gets that opportunity so once you do it it's kind of kind of crazy and the fans all get into it and then the other team is like whoa what just happened and it just takes away all the confidence of the defender so probably dunking on somebody for sure ah like that like that just the whole shockwave right and then you get like the the crowd doing the sort of deal um yeah man well, we look forward to you dunking on everybody in a Kentucky jersey next season. I know a lot of our listeners uh, will be out there at Freedom Hall for the play-by-play classic where North Laurel takes on – how do you pronounce Justin em- Edwards? Emotep, maybe? Em- Emotep? I think it's Emotep. Emotep, yeah. Emotep, there you go. Uh, you'll see two future Wildcats go head-to-head, and both are going to be trying to do both things on one another, make threes in each other's faces and dunk on each other. Are you going to guard each other? 
Uh, I hope so. I would like to. I would like to guard him, but I'm not sure how the matchups will end up working out. Yeah, we'll g- g- guard each other. It was weak that Drew Timmy didn't guard Oscar Sheboy in that Gonzaga game. He was a little scared. Hunter Dickinson guarded him uh, and and got scored on. But Hunter Dickinson did some good things on the other end of the floor. Last question. We'll get you out of here. Uh, I know I've, we've said that a couple times, but <laughs> what have you thought about UK season up to this point? Uh, they obviously lost the heartbreaker in double overtime to Michigan State, and then they went out west. Just had a bad night. It happens in basketball came back and, and beat Michigan and London. What are your thoughts on the team up to this point? Yeah, I think I think right now they they have a good shot. I like where they are. Uh, you know, that was a big, big win for them to get that win in Mich- against Michigan. Um, the two they lost, you know, those are two tough tough teams and two tough programs. And, you know, those you're going to lose games in college basketball. Um, and I think, I think right now they're all still learning. And learning out trying to figure out how to play with each other and get in a get in a routine of everything so i think i like where they are i think they're going to be just fine i agree with you reed we really appreciate your time look forward to seeing you on sunday night and uh, again can't thank you enough for for spending 10 minutes with us here on kentucky roll call have a great day get back to school and enjoy lunch today yes sir you too thank you guys All appreciate right. it reed thank you reed shepherd yeah. from north laurel Love that we got the announcements mixed in there too. <laughs> yeah, that was just, it really, really, really brought us back, didn't it? Oh yeah, it's great. Hey, good, good talk. And too. just like I don't know what's for lunch today, probably chicken tenders. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome just to live that life? Just be like, hey, honey, don't know for dinner tonight. Probably just chicken tenders. <laughs> probably just gonna eat chicken tenders. He's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> man, he really busted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh, he played it perfectly too, because it's not like you know he he kept the bit going. And was like, All right, are you sure? Anybody else out there? No, no, I'm sure. That's, there's been a lot of good players over the last few years. Good job by Reed oh, Shepard. A lot of great. fun. We'll take our last break. We'll come back. We'll get into the Thornton's text line. But head on out to Freedom Hall on Sunday night. Go watch that dude. Uh, he is a really, really good basketball player and you know a little part of him talking about dunking on people I, I, we didn't have time but just part of it's probably also just nobody really expects him to go cram on people and he can mm-hmm. you know he's just as he could just as likely go dunk on somebody as he could hit a three in their eye uh, so I could see why he picked why he picked that one so good interview we really appreciate the time from him and and for for getting that set up so we'll be back one final segment this is KRC on Big X Practice what you preach and what you turn the other cheek. Father, 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 help us and some guidance from above. These people got me, got me questioning. Where is the love? Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Appreciate Reed Shepard's time today. That was a lot of fun. Today is the day, Roush, I purchase my Shady Ray sunglasses for the for, for the people on my gift list. Ooh. Am I on that? You may be. Sweet. You may be. Need a new pair. You still haven't gone and get, gotten yours? I have not, no. Why not? Well, I, to be honest, I haven't really needed them the last couple of weeks. It's been pretty ugly out. Not a lot of sunshine. 
Uh, I mean, there has been sunshine the last several weeks. Well, maybe I've just been inside when it's been out. You have. Well, you're going to be getting some more for Christmas, buddy. And everybody on my on my that will be receiving presents for me will be receiving some shady rays because they're affordable. It's easy to order in bulk. Two, uh, I will get all everything that I give. I will get the same sunglasses back returned <laughs> to me. So that's a nice because they do a replacement pair. Promise. If you lose them, you break them. You just want your order again. One time, you pay a small processing fee, bada-boom, bada-bing, you get your order back, and it's great. It's basically kind of the buy-one-get-one situation. But let's say also you get them, and it just they turn out not to be the ones you wanted, or they don't look as good on your face that you thought they may. 30 days, money-back guaranteed, no processing fee. You just give the sunglasses back, they give you your order back, and you're, you're ready to rock and roll. But they have an amazing selection. Go to ShadyRays.com, whether it's on your computer or your phone, just to check out what I'm talking about. Over 200,000 five-star reviews, and every single sunglass that you buy from Shady Rays equals 10 meals that will help fight hunger throughout America. Do not forget the promo code BIGX. You'll save 25% at checkout. Who doesn't want to save extra money? That's BIGX at 25% at checkout. Perfect for holiday gifts this season. Do not forget ShadyRays.com when you're shopping. It's going to be Shady Ray City for people in my life. Shady Ray season. Let's do it. All right, do we want to get to the text line? or I'm sure we've missed some other stuff today. I'm sure there's some quick hitters. Scooch, what do you have for us today? I've got nothing. There's got to be something on your mind. No, Scoots, you got something. Uh, I think uh, Indiana being a 13-point favorite at Nebraska, or against Nebraska is kind of crazy. It's about all I got. It's Nebraska. Nebraska ball. Yeah, well, Jalen Huchifino is probably going to be out again. Oh, is that no. The, the, get the triple double? The human yeah. triple double? That's, that's going to be two games in a row he doesn't play, so costing me $20 each time he doesn't play. Or a chance at $20. 8.30 tonight, the Hoosiers play. Where can you listen to that game? Right here on the Big X. Pre-game starting at 7.30 with Don Fisher. The best of the best. That's right. That's right. Come on. See the uh, Railbird announce their new lineup? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, actually. Pretty awesome. Just make sure you have water for everybody this year, Railbird. Well, that's why they're moving it from Keeneland. It's at the Red Mile. What? Infield. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Wait, but like you couldn't get more water at Keeneland? They were tapped out of their water resources? Well, and I think also just... It's not like Keeneland's out in the middle of nowhere, but the logistics of putting 30,000 people in the place where you park less than 30,000 people, it just doesn't, I mean, it, it wasn't working, right? Like, it, it, it was not well, they, working. They only did it, like, once, right? Yeah, they did it once. It went well. COVID happened, and then they did it a second time, and it was a disaster. Um, so, I mean, even with the move, a lot of my friends are like, I'm scarred, never going back to that again. Um, but the lineup is pretty... Awesome. Loving Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Probably my favorite band right now. Tower Childers is headlining. Weezer? A little, a little, That's a throwback. Yeah. Island in the Sun? Yeah. Uh, Head in the Heart. They're pretty big. Ricky Skaggs? It's a good lineup. Nickel Creek's I a good I did not know uh, they were moving to Red Mile. Too. Uh, oh, Cheryl Crow, too. Cheryl Crow. Yeah. She's got to be 75. Stuck in the All right. Our favorite game. Guess the age. We need music for it. Can you play some, like, <laughs> Price is Right music or something? <laughs> Cheryl Crow, Roush, what do you think? 49. You're 49. high. You're high. 49. What? I'd say 61. Oh, okay. You're, uh, I thought you were saying he was, like, too high on no, the gas. I, like I was like, wait, drugs, what? Like, high on nah, it is wacky Wednesday. THC or something. Um, let's, so, uh, yeah, the internet ever wants to. The best part about this game oh, yeah, is she's the She's definitely. She's 60. 61 wins it. Wow. Woo! 
Well, wait, it's Price is Right rules. No, because he never played the music. <laughs> also, yeah, Scoots, more background music every now and then. Yeah. Come on. Remember yeah, when Price... we used to do the rapid text? Price is Right would have been nice. Yeah, that was fun. The was music. A, the yeah. That was a, uh, a hat nod to Renshaw. That was back when we had another producer that would kind of go above and beyond from time to time. Wow. And kind of not show up on time. Yeah, time the, time. above and beyond was quite literal uh, in his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> 5024141450 Cheryl Crow. It's wild. Isn't Cheryl Crow like a South Park? Like, wasn't the. Oh my God. No, that was Russell. Oh my God, it's Russell Crow. Well, they make fun of everybody. I'm sure they've probably made yeah. fun of Cheryl Crow. Uh, Stevie Nicks gets it really bad in South Park. <laughs> What's your favorite Cheryl Crow song, Scoots? Uh, it's got to be the one with Kid Rock, no? Picture? Oh. I, I put your picture away. I didn't know that was there, to be honest. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's great song. I thought everybody's was just automatically first cut as the deepest. Ooh, that is a good one. I like all I want to do is have some fun. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. That's a good one, too. Yeah. If it makes you happy. Uh, you know Man, what? Maybe I want to go see Maybe I want to go see Cheryl Crow <laughs> at Railbird. Uh, 502-414-1450. Also, like, I, I just want to know what it's like to go to Red Mile. They'd be kind of like, oh, you, you can play slots. Or no, uh, historic racing machines and listen to some music. Jeez, oh, Louise. David Thayer's going to be there, right? I wonder what their setup. Oh, yeah, he'll have VIP pass. If it's horse racing related, he'll have the top seats in the house. <laughs> he'll get behind. He'll be like in the paddock. He'll be doing whatever. Uh, text around the Thornton's text line 502414. Just an FYI, Satterfield has already sold his lake house, sold it a few months ago to some dumb U of L fan for over a hundred thousand dollars of asking price. They wanted it just because it was his. Wonder if they're regretting their investment. Yeah, man, that's very funny. A hundred thousand over asking price, Texter. I'm not saying I don't believe you, but that's hard to believe. For a lake house that was, I don't know, how much would Satterfield's lake house sell for? I would guess off the top of my head, like six fifty, and that's probably being a little generous. Paying seven, yeah, gosh, just so you could say you're living where the former or where the at that time the current U of L coach that was incredibly mediocre that people kind of wanted out of town anyways, yeah, that's a bad investment. I wonder if it had a bunch of App State stuff hanging up in the house, kind of like how Dirt would have the big U of L flag or whatever. Yeah, could see that. Josh oh, here. Um, breaking news for people who care. Not me, but some people might care. Aaron Judge, nine years, three hundred sixty million, New York Yankees. Congrats, John. I just got a text from a former coworker. She said, "Good morning. You thought someone would side with you on your leaving your car running? No way." <laughs> Who's that from? Former coworker. Good old Pam. Pam, listen to the show. Yeah. What's up, Pam? She listens to the roll call from time to time. That's what we like to hear. Probably just wants to hear to hear more scoots. That's right. Come on. Yeah, nobody, Pam, we gave him, we gave him hell. <laughs> Josh here, says one texter, how can Yuval hire Braum when the job hasn't been posted or has only been posted for maybe 24 hours? Don't jobs have to be posted a week before closing and making a hire, or does that not apply in college, in coaching searches? I don't know. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. I think like the, I think you're allowed well, to make announcements on jobs and people can speak on that stuff, but I, I think the paperwork texter, I think you're probably right on. Like, it can't be processed. Like, I don't think you can start getting paid as the U of L head coach until a week after the job's been posted. Because I think there's state laws that. Also, that, would it be different if they got fired versus resigned? 
That's a good question, too. Yeah. But I, I think it's for any hiring. Yeah. So, like, yeah. If, if you're posting a job, I think it has to be posted for a week. What does Dugan say about Brahm, our radio boss? Uh, he probably just isn't one of those pesky neighbors coming around anymore. <laughs> Getting into his stuff. Well, the donut era is over. We'll always have that video of his incredible one-handed catch before he got here. Nobody can take that away from us. He also uh, had that cool picture of him skateboarding, mm-hmm. which should have been a red five, right? Yeah, it, I mean, no. But realistically, you did hear that like he just wasn't the most football-passionate guy in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's not a correlation to him enjoying skateboarding, but uh, supposedly just – you know, didn't didn't love being buried on the depth chart, but didn't do a lot to really change his standing on the depth chart. So wish him well wherever he goes next. Uh, I still, Roush, has there been any significant losses in the transfer portal for UK? Um, none that have really. What do you think the me. biggest is? And like, yeah, you probably wish you had that guy still around. John Young, maybe. I'm just a big John Young fan. But I thought it Christian like Lewis gonna... was going to be good, so stubbornly I'll say him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to jump ahead real quick. Michael Drennan is officially transferring. No surprise. Roush, was it more him not understanding the offense, or was it just vastly overrated as a recruit? Part of it is is they tried to make him a receiver, and he wasn't a good pass catcher. That's hard to do as a receiver. Well, and then the other not thing, be... every time I watched him in prior, it, he had just really bad vision. Like it, It's just like the holes would be there, and he just wouldn't hit them. Just every time, every 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 time I saw uh, him practice, it was just the coach kind of like Durr! because he wasn't doing something right. So it was probably more between the ears so, so than anything. Gotcha. Yeah. Jeff Brom was Muhammad Ali. LMAO. Good grief. Did somebody say Jeff Brom was? Muhammad I might have Ali? yesterday in my long pontificating, but like I didn't notice if you did. Yeah. I wouldn't say Jeff Brom was Muhammad Ali. No, uh, he was. Obviously, much bigger than Muhammad Ali. No, but like Louisville <laughs> football is Rom, right? Like their their best runs he's been a part of. Whether it was playing, coaching, they've always been involved there. So intertwined. Yes, one and the same. Uh, Texter says it's Greg McDermott. By the way, Doug, not Doug McDermott. The future. Let's get Doug McDermott. Maybe back. Doug McDermott will be the future UK head coach. You don't know Texter. You don't know what I was talking about. No, I apologize. Greg McDermott is a seventh on the list of future potential UK head coaches. I'll rank him seventh. Got six people over him. Texter says, it very much seems like we're being braced for not landing Cohen by Roush's former ex-boss. Well, I think there's also just some, you naturally need to pump the brakes in case things don't work out. And also put the pressure on the powers that be to make this happen, right? Like some of this is going to come down to Mitch, and if it doesn't happen, we're, we just we got to blame Mitch. It's going to be Mitch Barnhart's fault. So let's just I'm I'm here for it. Oh, so we're we're going to blame Mitch if it doesn't happen. I can do that. No, uh, I I think that I think we hit it pretty well in the first hour that. No news is good news in this situation, and don't you shouldn't really expect anything before Friday, anyways, because the dude's coaching a game. He just got Baker in. Probably has to figure out what commercials Baker can do and what 
commercials. No, you can't I know. Do. Like, in, it says Rams House, but is it Baker's House also? My buddy pointed this out. Uh, it's when not, are they going to have time to shoot all the progressive commercials? I've seen it on the internet and other places as well. But Baker Mayfield's the perfect example of why you should never say no to an advertisement because you can just get cut tomorrow and then mm-hmm. you end up getting picked up. But I think everybody probably realizes his NFL day is likely numbered unless something crazy happens. So you say yes to the advertisements. Texter says, just watched a two-minute highlight video of Shade and Sharp, and my goodness, it's a crime against humanity that he didn't play last year. Dude's a freak. He is awesome. Yeah, it's tough. And it's If only Kentucky had injuries to give him an opportunity That's to play. That's just the wildest part about it's it, just too. Like it's just set like it set up perfectly for him to play. It could have it it just, just been like, it, not only him playing, it could have just been his show because the other people were injured. <laughs> you would have had to have him go take over. Just him and Oscar. And he's just such a freak athlete. Nobody in college basketball was going to be a, able to Gosh. easily guard him. It really is. Like, it, it is. It's, a, it's as bad as luck as I can ever remember for a Kentucky fan. Yep. Even the Bluegrass Miracle wasn't as crappy as that. Yeah, because we've seen that before. And, right? like, like, you know, what, what, what would that have changed UK's record that season? What'd they finish that year? I don't know. Oh, that would have been an 8-win team. And that's good. Yeah. But really Shade and Sharp plays, you're probably talking about a national championship. You know, you're not talking about a national championship if UK doesn't allow Hell Mary there. It's as bad as luck as I can ever recall. And not only that, just the whole process of it, like, you know, the shrung, the, the shrung along, which I don't really blame UK until, and we called this out in real time, I didn't really blame UK until Cal was going on radio shows in, like, March, being like, now it's not a guarantee that he leaves. It's not a guarantee that he goes. It's like, oh my gosh, yes it is. He's gone. Uh, that sucked. That whole thing stunk. Morning, gents. It's been a while since I texted in. I wanted to take a minute to thank you all. My wife and I had a pretty rough stretch through Thanksgiving, experienced something I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. You guys have been able to help get me through it all by allowing me to escape and enjoy the hijinks of the show. So I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you all. That's from Mook. Mook, appreciate that. Uh, we're always here for you, buddy, if you ever need to... To talk to anybody, but in the meantime, we'll continue to make really dumb jokes on the radio. Mm, Colin Jeff Brown, Muhammad Ali. And get paid to have the pleasure. But thank you for the nice words. We always appreciate hearing them. And mm-hmm. we, Hope feel, things, we uh, feel the same about our listeners. Pick this back is, up uh, for this upcoming holiday season. This is therapeutic for us, Mook. So, uh, so the thanks sent right back to you. Reply to sender. Scooch probably says those stores have insurance when they get destroyed during protests. He loses money on insurance since it's his fault. If it were to ever happen and my car gets stolen, the insurance company doesn't need to know that it was left running. Uh, what about the police report? That's a good point. You'd have to do a lot of the police. Got to start thinking about these things. What about looking at the camera footage? Well, now that it, now that say, it, well, the car was running, you you, you dingus. Now, well, now the cop I've, says you're just nothing but a big old scooter dingus. Have the scooter, little guy. You can't go driving a car anymore. Now and that then it, you get another accident. Now oh, that everybody right. knows I leave my car running, I might have to start shutting it off. What it's if also what just, if somebody notices me and they're like, oh, there's scooter dingus. Oh, go get his car. He went into the Thorntons. Just uh, so, you get recognized all the time. It could happen. <laughs> It's just not inconvenient at all, like, to just turn your car off and on. You're getting in and out of your car. Just turn it off and on. I don't I don't think I've ever left the car running to run inside somewhere. I can't explain why I am the way I am, guys. 
Um, one producer only uses drive-throughs, and the only one is the other one is too lazy to turn his car off. Y'all got some characters with the big X, to say the least. That's a great text, and so oh, true. Oh man! And then the other, our other producer Douglas, he just walked everywhere he went. He did. R.I.P. to Douglas. We missed oh, that dude. Man. We missed that guy more than we we. At least the station. I mean, we all knew that we were going to miss Douglas. He was such a nice fellow. But the station, Scooch, it was like within a week, we just started seeing trash piles up. <laughs> <laughs> he did a lot around here. He really did. He did everything around this place. We miss him. But um, he, he was the easily the most normal producer that we had, and that's saying something, because <laughs> Douglas was unique. Ooh, here's a tweet on Twitter.com. Um, Aaron Judge signs, quote tweet, bummed he didn't sign during the national championship game so the broadcast could go split screen. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Aaron Judge staying with the Yankees after a brief report that he was going to the Giants. And John Heyman tweeted, Arson Judge to the Giants, which is just hilarious. Oh, I didn't even notice that part. Yeah, yeah, Arson Judge, yep. (laughs) Pretty good. Burn it all down. Hunting deers with spears, says one texter. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he had a bunch of – he workshopped a ton of names for his show. That one, I think, finished fourth, Hunting Deers (laughs) with Spears. Do you think Bulls from Glasgow is an option? Oh, I think he's an option, all right. That's your sweet buns he is. Scoots, I wanted oh, to— Oh, is that the guy Roush was saying we thought he— th- Oh, he said not far from home. That's who he's talking about, everybody. Circle gets the square. <laughs> Circle gets the square. What a callback. Thank you. Gosh, they don't even put Hollywood squares on the game show network. That thing's so old now. <laughs> Which, by the way, R.I.P. Kirstie Alley. I'm sure she was on Hollywood Squares a ton. Wait, Kirstie Alley died? Where you been, buddy? Yesterday. No. It's on the internet. It was probably on radio, but you left your car running. <laughs> did she? Is she really died? 71, yeah. Wow. She I did not know a that. a private battle with cancer, I think. Was hmm. that it? I think so. Cancer and remains the, the worst. She's the Suck one that cancer. lost like a ton of weight, didn't she? Back and forth. She oh, okay. yo-yoed. Gotcha. I thought she was on the Fit Show or that like she, celebrity. She was um, uh, one of those uh, OG Weight Watchers. Gotcha. People. Gotcha. I, I think it was Weight Watchers, which she was spokesperson for. But the um, I've actually seen a lot of articles about like she was the first uh, woman who had to really deal with like, wow, we're gonna let a fat person be on TV oh, when really? like she wasn't. She wasn't really that fatty. Like, yeah. She was just normal. You know. The old days of TV. Yeah, it was just like you had to have like a wild. tiny waist. Like it, yeah. And just like you could be filming like a show in the 40s or 50s and the people would have to sleep in separate beds. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Know. The twin beds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then even Psycho, like that movie, you know, like just the fact that they even had like blood spilling was like, this is too much. We yeah. got to pull this. They'd censor Elvis Presley's. Like, uh, hip, 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 hip gyrating. Hip, yeah, hip gyrating just because it'd get people wild. <laughs> Scoots, I wanted to wait until you got all, got the text caught up to ask, what is up with Rutgers owning IU? Wow. I don't I don't want to talk about really it. Really owning them? I don't want to talk about it. Some would call them their Rutgers is Indiana's father. What's big, Gavin Wimps that up to? Big brother. I'm surprised I haven't heard his name in the portal. He's but, sticking it out in Piscataway. Must be nice up there this time of year. The three underage drinkers could have ridden together in the same car to the game. What a joke. They could have. I really thought the number was going to be huge. I thought, like, they were probably catching, you know, 20 IDs at a game or something like that, and then let alone, you know, the ones they'd catch after the fact, somebody being too drunk, and then they'd check their IDs, and, like, that would be another, you know, 10 or 15 people. Uh, three, I mean, three freaking people. I mean, Goodness to gracious. act like, like 100,000 people. Go to Keeneland people. on a Saturday, folks. Yeah. 
Oh, people get drunk at sporting events? These idiots. So stupid. It is so stupid. Uh, Rash has that sales pickup league going on the Sunday night. And also, TJ, do you still play? Or has it been a hot minute? It's, it's been a hot minute for me. It's been a hot minute for me. I'm getting it's a busy in, time of the year. I'm switching to pickleball. Much easier, better on the, the joints. Uh, no, except I like, felt like I tore my hamstring after I played pickleball last time. You really get in some weird like stances and pose. You really spread your legs a lot sometimes. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot less. Uh, I think I could. Leaving I, the floor is how you get injured, so I just don't leave the floor anymore when playing basketball. <laughs> Stay on your feet. I probably think I do and don't. <laughs> <laughs> you jump really high and it's just your heels off the ground. Yeah, it's just like a Phyllis. Got your tiptoes. Phyllis in the uh, Christmas picture on the office. <laughs> <laughs> Phyllis, your feet aren't even leaving the ground. <laughs> John here. Good morning to all. With less than 10 games into the season and not counting exhibitions, what way too early grade would you give the Basket Cats? Uh, a good grade? A, B, a being a good grade, F being bad. Well, that's normally how it works, John. I would say probably a B for myself. Yes, the Michigan game really helped, and you could see the team cohesiveness coming together now. Can't wait to watch the rest of the season. So what do you think? Well, got to go talk to you later. I'd go B-. minus. Yeah, it feels about right. And really, like, the Michigan State game probably keeping it from a B plus, so swinging uh, nearly a whole letter grade there. Also, we're we're much harsher graders because of recent. Like we we got to be harsher graders because it hasn't sure. been as uh, good as. But they're much taking as care like. of business against the teams they should take care of business against. They had that bad first half against Bellarmine, but they made up for it. So for the most part, it hasn't really been the most pleasing thing in the world. But it's a it's a it's a decent grade. Just got followed by a guy on Twitter named Nuclear Mentor. Great, great callback. I, I, did, I did as well. Yeah. Great, great callback. Supposedly his son's a coach, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I forget where, though. I think I just saw him the other day, like on TV. Uh, Is he the Cincinnati interim coach? Might be. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds right. Recently. I know he was a, he was somehow tied to Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, also, I was going to bring this up yesterday, but you you watched the Big Ten championship game, how much they brought up, like, Brom, U of L wanted him. He said no because he was building something new here. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, next time there's an opening, the dude's gone. Like, stop, you know, stop stop making him out to be this, like, savior of Purdue football. Although- also, Fox is just so ham-fisted on their broadcast. Mm-hmm. Gus Johnson, so over the top, like, just no, we we don't. I don't need I all like that. Gus, the Big just, Ten butt kissing is just so much. Like I just give me Gus Johnson calling NCAA tournament. That's all I need. Like it's where he's at his best. Wow, Reed, that's like someone asking who TJ's favorite appraiser of all time and him not picking his dad. Mm-hmm. My favorite appraiser of all time, a guy named Austin Cooper. The way he'd measure and do the cost approach is just oh my goodness gracious. There's nothing like it. All <laughs> all star that Austin Cooper. John here again wanted to wait until the interview happened with Reed, but I'm glad it did, and he will be a legend at Kentucky and beyond. By the way, KRC is simply the best. Suck it to all other radio crews. We'll got to go talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. We Come appreciate on. that. I just woke up, so I missed the answer to my question, who would win in a game of one-on-one in your primes, TJ or Nick? you got to go back and listen to the podcast, unfortunately. Sorry, we need those bud. numbers to get bumped. Got to goose him. Drennan had a bunch of one-handed catches on his practice video he tweeted out. Surprised he didn't get more out of the backfield stuff. Yeah, well, but would maybe, you rather have him getting the out of the backfield stuff, or would you rather go to C Rod or potentially McLean? I think I know who I'd rather. Also, they tried force feeding him the ball last year. He was complaining a lot about playing time. Like I would, I, there, there was a 
maybe even twice where I saw Liam like talking to him and his dad after games outside yeah. of the facility, like trying to play nice, keep him happy, and they just force fed him the ball and it it wasted drives. Uh, today's the 20th anniversary of the Class 4A state championship. Trinity 59, male 56. Total yards of offense 1,337. <laughs> Brian Brom threw for 552 yards on 19 completions. That's the wildest part about all that. 19 Seven completions. Touchdowns. Seven touchdowns, one rushing. Bush, 33 completions, 468 yards, six touchdowns, one rushing. Damn, I'm old. I remember I watched that at the old Jillian's. They oh, had it wow. On. They had it on. That was like, it was on Fox Sports South. Yeah, and yeah. I think it was the Jillian's down, which like turned into a Dave and Buster's, and then it turned into a Diamond's. Uh, over there, like in Butchertown yeah, area-ish. Yeah. Wait, Michael Bush was a quarterback in high school? Sure oh, yeah. was. Didn't he know was recruited to play quarterback in college. But he was a running back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was a quarterback. He was a linebacker. He kicked. He did special teams. He did everything. And uh, one of the best legacies of that game is he put tape all over his face mask, and then all the kids, I mean, mm-hmm. we all wanted to put tape on our face masks like that. Some bad news, Scoots. The queen died also. Mm. Yeah, I remember that one, but she was old, so it's all good. Roush, what's your favorite perk working for KSR in the football media? Um, the paychecks. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the time kind of away a cool from job. The, the time away from the family. <laughs> uh, bowl games are actually one of the nicer perks, right? Like you kind of get a. It's it's a work trip, but it's kind of a, an extended fun trip as well. Get to kick back, relax. It's a good time. Perhaps Baker Mayfield, Tim Couch, could be on the podcast to discuss the pros and cons of playing for the Browns as the first overall draft pick. I'd listen. Scoots isn't alone in his stupidity. Multi-millionaire Dave Portnoy leaves his key in his car and just got his range... Range giver. Range giver. Range (laughs) rover stolen out of his driveway. Out of his driveway? You'd think he'd have, like, gate security and at least a long enough driveway where somebody would have to really make a, a commitment to it. But you hear about cars getting stolen all the time, Scoots, and usually it's always either a running car mm-hmm. or they have their keys in their console. Mm-hmm. Which, do you leave your keys in your console? No. Oh, no. Just no, running when I, ignition? When I'm done with my car, I'll lock it. We're, we're out of here. Gotcha. Okay. Well, think just think about it throughout the day. I will. And think if maybe you should have a change of heart. Are you doing the shows today? I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up to Spears. Okay. Let him, he, because he'll rip you. Oh, he will, yeah. Another sure. texter says, Michael Jackson died. <laughs> That's our show. Thanks again to Reed Shepard and Roush for getting that set up. That was fun. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports oh, Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Gale. Okay. Just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty without me. I said, this looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Cause it feels so in-